You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 65, Keeping Up During Your Shift. Welcome to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. This is the podcast for nurses who know that to take care of your patients and your family, first, you need to take care of yourself. If you're ready to create a balanced, beautiful, and bold life, you're in the right place. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm excited to talk to you guys today about keeping up during your shift. So the insights I want to share with you came from me doing my own self-coaching. So I coach myself all the time because guess what? Just like you, I've got a normal human brain that likes to offer me thoughts that don't serve me all the time. So I do a lot of my own self-coaching. I also have a coach because most of the time I can identify some thoughts that aren't helpful to me. I've practiced these tools a lot. And just like you guys, as you've listened to the podcast, you've probably become more aware of thoughts that aren't helpful to you and made some progress, right? But there's still about like that 20% of thoughts that I can't catch on my own. They're thoughts that are really sneaky, that I don't even realize are thoughts, that I don't recognize as being optional. So my coach helps me identify those and work through those and bring them to the light. But in this case, I was just doing my own self-coaching and it actually wasn't even in the context of nursing, but we can apply it to these situations when we feel overwhelmed during our shift. And I think this is gonna help you guys a lot. I know a lot of nurses feel that way. They feel overwhelmed. They feel like they can't keep up with their shift. This is something that comes up in bold nurse society all the time. I have nurses who come in and they say, you know, I had this shift last week. It was so stressful. I couldn't keep up and I felt so overwhelmed and I don't know what to do or think or how to work through it in that moment. So that's what I want to help you guys with today to work through those shifts where we just feel like we're always falling behind. But before we get into the episode, I want to share a listener shout out. I went into iTunes before I came here to record to see if there were any new reviews. And I love giving you guys listener shout outs. And this one, I got to tell you, just warmed my heart as I read it. So thank you so much, Blake's Anatomy, for leaving this sweet review. So they said, well, they titled their review worth listening to. And they said, Abby pours her soul into the podcast and helping others. This podcast touches on so many topics that I think any RN or person would benefit from hearing. Thank you so much for all you do, Abby. Isn't that just so wonderful? Thank you so much, Blake's Anatomy. I think about you guys all the time. I think about what challenges you're facing as a nurse and in your lives, what questions you have. I think about the challenges I go through as a nurse and the things I've coached myself through and what I help my members in Bold Nurse Society with. So I'm thinking about you guys constantly and I love hearing that these things are helpful to you and that you know that I care about you guys because I really do. I love you all. So thanks for that review. I really appreciate it. Okay, so I want you to think about that last shift you had that you felt really overwhelmed, like you couldn't keep up, like you're always falling behind. Have you ever had a shift like that? Some of you might be like, yeah, 
that's every shift. <laughs> and others of you might say, you know, I have those shifts every once in a while, but not too often. And if any of you out there are saying you never have those shifts, then please make a podcast, send me the link. I want to know your secrets. But I have those shifts from time to time. I haven't had one in a while because I'm on maternity leave right now, but I've still had plenty of experiences and plenty of opportunities for my brain to offer me thoughts that create that overwhelm and frustration. So last week, my little family of four got the crazy idea in our heads that it would be fun to drive down to Southern California and go visit my husband's sister and her family. And it was fun. We had a really great time. My daughter loved seeing her cousins and we had a lot of fun. But that's a long way to go, especially with an infant and a toddler. We're going from Southern Oregon down to Southern California. And you can probably imagine what that trip looked like. <laughs> there was a lot of stop and go. Not because of the traffic, but we were driving for 30 minutes and then stopping for an hour to get snacks and go to the bathroom and feed the baby and burp the baby. And then we'd start going again and the baby would cry because it needed to be burped some more, fed some more. So then we'd stop. And this would happen over and over again. And so my brain wanted to go to that place like, this is ridiculous. We are never going to get there. This is so frustrating. Life is so hard. We're so far behind. And these are the things we tell ourselves during our shift. We get an admit. And sometimes it goes really smoothly, right? We check them in. We ask all the admit questions. We do our assessment. And we get it done pretty quickly. But other times, it takes a lot longer than that. We get an admit. And every time we ask them one of the admit questions... They want to tell us their whole life story and they can't remember their home medications and they need to go to the bathroom and that takes a while. And so we start having those same thoughts. This is ridiculous. This is overwhelming. This is so frustrating. I'm never going to get this done. Now, you guys know, especially if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, that it's all of those thoughts creating your overwhelm and frustration, right? It's not what your patient's doing. It's not how long things are taking. It's all of those thoughts creating those emotions. So once we get that awareness, here's what we usually do. We tell ourselves, well, I got to stop having those thoughts. Those thoughts are a problem. Those thoughts are bad. And we kind of judge ourselves for thinking that way. Like I should know better. I should be able to create something more positive and have more positive thoughts. But what I'm constantly telling people in coaching is that we want to be compassionate with ourselves. When we start judging ourselves and judging those thoughts and pushing them away, then we don't get leverage over them. We don't get awareness over them. And so instead, let's be compassionate. Let's be curious about them because I believe that every thought we have, we've got a perfectly good reason for thinking it. So we want to understand what's behind the thought. So here's what happened. As we were making this drive and I started noticing all of those thoughts in my head, I was like, okay, let's just be curious about those thoughts. Why am I thinking them? I've got a good reason. And here's what I realized. It was Google Maps fault. <laughs> no, it wasn't Google Maps fault, but I believed Google Maps. And what Google Maps was telling me 
was that that drive should take 10 hours. And I knew it would take a little longer than that. I was like, you know, maybe 12 hours. We could make that drive with a toddler and infant. We're going to stop to eat. Yeah, it's going to take us a little longer. But it ended up taking us 15 and a half hours. And so, of course, when I'm thinking it should take 10 hours and it's taking over 15, it makes perfect sense that I'm going to think this is ridiculous. This is miserable. This is hard. All of those thoughts make perfect sense. And this is totally what we do during our shifts, right? We have this idea of how long things should take. So when we're getting an admit, we're like, okay, it'd be reasonable for it to take maybe 30, 45 minutes to get everything done or whatever your belief is in that situation. But then when it takes a lot longer, that's when we start having those thoughts that create our frustration and overwhelm and irritation. But did you know that's just a story you made up? So when we were making that drive down to Southern California, I had this story in my mind of how things should go. And I had created that story based on what Google Maps told me, based on past trips, based on what I just thought was reasonable, how long it should take to feed a baby and how often babies should cry. I had created this whole story in my head of what should happen. But that story was totally wrong. That was never how our trip was supposed to go. You know how our trip should have gone? Exactly how it did. It was supposed to take us 15 and a half hours because that's how long it took. We were supposed to stop very frequently to feed the baby because babies need to eat and our baby was hungry or uncomfortable or whatever. That's exactly how everything was supposed to work out. And by holding on to that story that I had before, even though it felt very justified, very reasonable, all I was doing was punishing myself. So I want you to notice those stories you have about how your shift should go, how long it should take to do an admit, how long it should take to bring someone to the bathroom or for lab to come up and draw blood, or how the orders should get put in, or how doctors should respond to you. All those stories you have, the way you think things should play out, when things don't go that way and you hold on to that story, you're just punishing you. That's why you're having all those thoughts about how overwhelming this is, how chaotic it is, how things aren't going right, how you're falling behind. All of that is just a story you made up. And if you want to feel better, you've got to be willing to drop that story. One of my favorite questions to ask myself is who would I be without this thought? So on our trip, my thought was it should take us about 12 hours to get to Southern California. Who would I have been on that trip without that thought? I would have been a lot more pleasant. <laughs> My family probably would have enjoyed being with me a lot more. And actually, as I was willing to let go of my story, I became that person. I started enjoying the trip. When we would stop at rest areas, I wasn't in a rush to get back on the road. I wasn't antsy and uptight the whole time we were stopped. I actually relaxed a little bit. I was willing to give my daughter a piggyback ride and just enjoyed that time with my family. 
And it didn't necessarily take more time to do those things, but I was just able to enjoy that time. So who would you be during your shift without those thoughts? How would you show up as a nurse if you let go of that story about how long all those tasks should be taking you, what you should have accomplished by now? Who would you be if you were willing to just let that story go? The second area I did some self-coaching on was when things don't go to plan. I know a lot of us like to make to-do lists, right? I love making to-do lists. I have a calendar every week where I plan out the things I hope to accomplish every single day that week in my business. So when I want to record a podcast episode, when I'm going to write the Make Your Mondays, when I'm going to design the Instagram graphics and all those things that I do in my business, I have planned out on my calendar for when I intend to accomplish those things. And I know a lot of us during our shifts are kind of the same way, right? Again, it's a different context, but we've got that plan, that to-do list, right? First, I'm going to go see this patient. I'm going to do their meds. Maybe I'll do some charting Then I'm going to go grab that antibiotic. I'm going to go take this patient to the bathroom, whatever. We have it all laid out in our mind, how we think things should go and that timeline that we think we should accomplish those tasks in. So I actually wrote a Make Your Monday about this not too long ago, and I'm gonna read that to you guys. So Make Your Monday, if you're not familiar, is my weekly email I send out, and my intention is to inspire and help you guys just see things in a little different light. So I'm gonna read this one to you, and if you wanna get more of these, if you're not on the Make Your Monday email list, then go to thrivingnurse.com and make sure you get on it. But here's what this one said. I wrote this one a little while ago, and it's called To-Do Lists. And it said, last week I accomplished very few of the things I planned to get done. That podcast episode I wanted to record didn't happen. I exercised exactly zero days and the laundry and dirty dishes piled up. While I intended to do these things, ultimately I chose to spend my time differently. I chose taking care of my kids over working on the podcast. I chose sleep over exercise. I chose Netflix over cleaning. At times my brain wanted to tell me I wasted my time, that this week was a failure, that I am a failure. But what I realized is that how I spent my time wasn't wrong. My to-do list was wrong. My to-do list was my prediction of how the week should go, and I was totally wrong about it. The week went exactly how it was supposed to. I spent my time perfectly. I accomplished exactly enough. So while I still have predictions for this week, it's okay if I'm wrong. I probably am. But what I do know is that this week will be right, and I'm open to whatever that means. I think a lot of times as nurses, we use our to-do list to beat ourselves up. We look at that list and we say, I haven't accomplished this yet. I'm so far behind. I'm a terrible nurse. My manager is going to be mad at me. The nurse I hand off to is going to be mad at me. Everything's gone wrong and it's my fault. So we use that to-do list to punish ourselves. But did you know you could choose to believe that how you spent your time was exactly right. That what you were doing in those moments wasn't wrong. It wasn't a waste of time. It's not that you're too slow. It's that your to-do list 
was wrong. Now, I think it's fine to make a plan. I'm all about going into your shift with a plan, with what you want to accomplish, how you think you're going to prioritize things. But guess what? Our shifts don't go the way we plan, and they're not supposed to. And it doesn't mean anything bad about us. Actually, going off the plan sometimes is what a good nurse would do. You're going to prioritize things differently. As new things come up, you're going to reevaluate and you're going to say, oh, this to-do list I have was wrong. What I need to prioritize is this patient right now. Those things are going to get pushed to the back burner for the moment. I'll come back to those later, but right now, this is what I need to do. So we don't have to use it to mean everything's gone wrong, we're a terrible nurse, We can drop all of that drama. To-do lists are just predictions. It's our past self predicting what it thinks our future self will think is most important. And sometimes our past self, despite its best efforts, is wrong. And that's okay. Now, some of you might be listening to this and thinking, yeah, Abby, That's great. I can drop my expectations and that story I have of how my shift should go. But I don't think my manager is really going to buy into it when I just tell them, oh, this is how it was all supposed to go. My to-do list was wrong, (laughs) right? Like, it's all good. Don't worry, manager. Even though I'm clocking out late, even though I didn't do all those things that I was supposed to do. So I get it. I know your manager or other staff members they might still hold on to that story of how your shift should have gone, how you should have acted as a nurse, what you should have prioritized or accomplished. But guess what? They're allowed to have all of those thoughts and we don't have to try to convince them of anything different. But you get to choose what thoughts you have. So if holding on to that story of how your shift should go is just punishing you and making you irritated and frustrated and not show up as the nurse you want to be, you have the option to let that story go. And did you know, holding on to that story that admits shouldn't take an hour and a half doesn't make the admit stop taking an hour and a half, right? Having that story that you should have accomplished this, this, and this doesn't make those things get done. So it's up to you. But you get to look at it and say, why should things have gone exactly as they did? And if you believe that story, then when your manager or another staff member disagrees with you, that's okay. They can disagree. But you can also feel confident that you did what you should have done in that moment and that you feel good about the choices you made. And when you're coming to the conversation and those interactions from that energy, then you're not there in shame, beating yourself up thinking you're a terrible nurse. Instead, it's okay, I see that you view it this way. This is why I did these things. This is why I made these choices. I'm open to other ideas. I'm open to learning and changing things in the future. But at that time, this is what I felt was right. And I'd love to hear your perspective on it. So we can drop the drama. We can drop that shame or defensiveness. We can let that all go and instead bring confidence 
bring openness. And here's the thing. As we let go of that rigid story of that timeline of how our shift should go, the things we should accomplish, as we let all that go, we actually free up our mind to go and get stuff done. We're thinking more clearly. We're able to accomplish more. And we're able to enjoy our shifts so much more because we stop punishing ourselves with those painful stories. So I encourage you to take a look at the stories you believe about your shift and be willing to let them go. All right, you guys, that was super fun. Thanks for letting me share my self-coaching with you. And I hope these insights will help you out during that next shift when you're feeling overwhelmed or like you can't keep up. You're doing a beautiful job. So thanks for being here today. I would love it if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave a quick review. Let me know how this podcast is helping you and how you're applying it in your life. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you later. Have a wonderful week. Take care. 